Welcome back to the couch, everybody. It's Jason and Lisa again here on Don't Talk to Me Rudely. Uh, it's been two weeks. Um, we've been on the road. Well, I've been on the road. Uh, the kids have been on the road. You've been here. Yep. Doing a lot of mowing. In my natural habitat. Is that good or bad? Uh, I think that's good for everyone. Okay. Well, fair enough. All right. Um, I promised a joke. Uh, this one's amazing. Um, are you ready for this? Okay. Um, I couldn't figure out why the baseball kept getting larger. Then it hit me. Huh. All right. Um, my wife told me I had to stop acting like a flamingo. So then I put my foot down. Yeah. No, no better? Not, no. My wife told me I had to stop acting so ti- so t- childishly. So I told her to get out of my fort. Mm-hmm. Um... Did you hear about the bicycle that couldn't stand up? I did not. It was too tired. Oh, boy. You don't like that one? Where do you find a cow with no legs? I don't know. Right where you left it. Oh, come on. That one wasn't so bad. When a deaf person sees someone yawn, do they think it's a scream? Perhaps. You you know my, my guys with no arms and no legs jokes, right? Yes. I should open with those. I thought I had to have the bad jokes. Yeah, these are funny. Why wouldn't the shrimp share his treasure? Why? Because he was a little shellfish. Okay. Oh, come on. Um, what do you ah, call a guy with no arms and no legs that lives outside your door? Matt. Don't ruin this. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know. What, Matt, what, wait, what do you call two guys with no arms and no legs that live in your window? <coughs> Curtain rod, what? Curtain rod. Oh. What do you call a guy with no arms and no legs that you take fishing with you? Sounds like a pole joke. Bob. Uh, <laughs> I ate a clock yesterday. It was very time consuming. Yeah. Oh, come on. How was yours any better? Uh, one more here. Um, a blind man walks into a bar, and then a chair, and then a table. Oh, come on, that was funny. My boss told me to have a good day, so I went home. That would be a good one. Yeah, okay. So anyway, uh, I was gone. You were here. Uh, I was out in Washington, D.C. again, of course, with a couple of 8th grade students uh, for Ford's oratory program. Got to hang out with some of my best good friends, uh, the Joes. I like to say I slept with Joe. Wow. Well, they were in my room. We yeah. were in separate beds. Joe Cernak, Joe Moneymaker, that's a joke out there that uh, was heard. Uh, I don't know how much they appreciated it, but they kind of... about as much as I did, probably. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, you know, we're all over it. And, of course, uh, my good buddies Jim Rossi and Jenny Clarkson. G showed me around town along with Jim. Um... Showed me a couple uh, of off the beaten path places to go. So, next time we're out there, I'll think about taking you there. But they said we got to be hip to go there. Yep, then we don't belong wherever that would be. Well, or I don't. Right, right. So, and if you could live out there, would you? If I could live in Washington D.C., would I? Yeah. In in the district. Like Washington in, D.C. area. Um. I've thought about this. I don't think I could live in Washington, D.C. itself. Because? 
it's just too big. There's just too much going on. Um, I don't know. Maybe I could, but it's not where I really would want to be. Um, because uh, why wouldn't you want to be there? You're there all the time anyway. You pretty much do live there. Yeah, I know, but like, there's a lot of. I mean, when I'm there, I'm in a hotel, so pretty much all of the like where you got to live and sleep and all that right. stuff is taken care of for you. I don't drive. I use Uber or I've got a bus that drives me around. You know, um but you could still do that if you live there. Well, I realize that, but I mean like grocery shopping, I don't I don't do it when I'm there. You know? Um <laughs> one could argue you don't do it here. That may be, but like <laughs> even just simple things like that, uh it's just a different lifestyle. I'm not sure if I'm really ready for that and and the traffic in town you know, I, I do enjoy being out there. I just, I, it's nice knowing that I get to go home and live a, a different lifestyle. Plus, it's hotter than heck out there in the summer, mm -hmm. like all the time, and it's humid. Mm -hmm. um, it is neat being in the in the location where some of the biggest decisions, well, probably the biggest decisions our country, in our country's history go down. Um, you know, it, it's fun to be there and, and see that and be a part of that, but at the same time, it's it's Washington, D.C. As far as living in the suburbs, I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. My casual answer would be, that'd be a big old no for me. See, I could live in Gettysburg. Yeah, but that's not a big city. That's my point. It's out in that general vicinity. Right. You know, or if you were to put me in even Harper's Ferry or uh, Front Royal or Gordonsville um, or even like, uh, not Centerville, um, uh, UVA, um, Charlottesville. And I know that's been a big uh, location of controversy in the course of the last two years, but well, not so much controversy, just hate, hate and racism, yeah. But it's it's truly is a really neat place, and it's a nice town. Um, got to, to to experience the culture of that a little bit last summer, but you know, I would live. I mean, I'm not going to, and I'm not. I don't want to, but if someone said, "Hey, you got to go live in that general area," I would go to Gettysburg for sure. That's probably what I would do. I mean, the the the, the summer tourist traffic would get a little annoying, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, but it, it would also the kinda, summer tourist traffic is nothing compared to DC. I wouldn't say that because everyone that's going to Gettysburg is going to DC as well. Well, I know, but it's not like if if you live and work in Gettysburg, it's nothing like the traffic in DC. That's probably true. Um, I mean, it can't be. You know, if you've been out there, uh, you know what I'm talking about. I mean, it's a beautiful area. Uh, not just the parks, but um, there's mountains on each side. Uh, so, I mean, you're, you look off in the distance, and there's mountains in the distance. They're low. It's the Appalachians, the foothills. Well, it's not really foothills, but, you know. And, and there's you're close to a lot of cool stuff, whether it be historical value or, um, I mean, Philadelphia, New York City, and uh, Washington, D.C. are all in easy day's drive, right. you know. Um so, I mean, it's, it's Hershey, Hershey, Pennsylvania is close as well. Uh, I guess the thing I really like about that area, and again, would never, ever, ever, never, ever live there, is the history. So, I think we've talked about it on, before on this podcast about, you know, I think we both enjoyed history, just even in school. You obviously considerably more than me, but... Um, like World War II, that era was a very popular area of study, probably because it was one of the more recent ones. Or yeah. we all ha we had relatives or, or whoever that served in that war. Right. But a as I went to visit out there, and, and maybe this would be any war if I was more immersed in where it actually happened. Right. Um, 
the Civil War area is way more interesting for me now than it oh, ever yeah. was before. And that's what happened to me. And I, I'll tell you right now, if if you and I were to go to France and spend time at uh, Somme, where the World War One Battle of Somme happened, or uh, go into Germany or, or France for that matter and look at the Normandy invasion and follow the route into right. Germany and into Berlin. That would be the hot, that, yeah, the that, hot take after that. That's what would be after. Yeah. It, it's whatever's relevant, whatever you can make a connection to. But I, I think it's it's more than that. So, yeah. There, there is. So, yeah, so the whole just early part of our country, right, is is there. Well, the, here, here's the thing. And actually, I'm, I'm talking about this with the seventh graders right now. I'm getting ready to take them to Nashville for the, the Civil War reenactment day down there coming up this Friday. And... We're, we're beating our path towards a civil war, and we get into it a little bit more next year, but the fact of the matter is, when you look at our country, and, and here we go, we're going to go into politics on this one. When you look at our country, what is the prevailing issue that we're still dealing with? Racism. Racism. Where does that come from? Since our country was founded? Yeah, from the 1600s when yeah. we brought... African or African slaves or African people to this country enslaved them, and and made them um, subhuman. Well, yeah. So let me ask this question, Lisa. Um, I think you know where I stand on most of this. But where does slave or how does slavery start? Is it because of racism or is it because of something else? I think it's. I think it's economic. You're absolutely right. It's the almighty dollar. So here's the thing. It truly is money is the root of all evil, in, in my opinion. You want to write an essay, and I just actually heard this. I don't this. want to write an essay. No, I know. I heard this from one of my social studies teacher colleagues out in Washington, D.C. this last summer. And they were saying to their, they tell their students that, you know, if you're stuck on an essay, and if i got students out there listening to this, listen up and listen good. If you are stuck on an essay and trying to come up with an answer, and it relates, of course, follow the money. Right. The money will lead you to what's really going on. And if you can think your way, how is money affecting this? You're probably going to find your answer. Because almost every decision in our country's history, in our family's history, in your business world's history, has been economically driven. Well, yeah, but I think on a personal level, just think of it. So we talk about marriage rates, divorce rates. What mm -hmm. is one really, really popular reason people get divorced? We're not making enough money or someone's spending too much money. Well, that, but just, or disagreements on how to spend money or right. or not. Right. So it's it's everywhere. Money is... Why do we fight? Money. Well, that... And not that we're destitute. Like that too. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're not destitute. But um, where to invest or how to invest or what to put it into or what to put it into that isn't really an investment or whatever. Yes, we have that fight a lot. Um, but like I said, getting back to this this topic of racism... It starts because of slavery. Slavery starts because of the money. Because I have a, a farm, and I can, by myself, I can produce six tons of cotton in a day, or in a year, whatever. Throwing numbers out there. All right? So if I get somebody else to work with me, I can now double my production, right? Yes. And if I make a one-time investment and don't have to pay them after that, I get to keep pretty much all that money. Mm -hmm. It's big profit. So it's, yeah. it's about cheap labor. Right. Right? Yeah. Um, and, and my kids get, get it misconstrued. They will say, well, they wanted slaves because they didn't want to have to work. No. That's why we as kids have uh, make our siblings slaves because we don't want to do the work. Um, if you go back and look at the majority of slaveholders, and I've got no numbers to back this, but I'm going off of what I've, I know, most slaveholders had one, two, 
maybe four slaves, and they were still working themselves. Right. You know, we see the plantation. We see the the Jeffersons, the, you know, Thomas Jefferson. The I mean, elite um, social status. Right. Well, George Washington and plenty of people in, in South Carolina that we didn't, that, that don't even come up in conversation because you don't know their names unless you go there. Uh, you know, you think of the, the, uh, the old white-haired guy sitting out, uh, sipping lemonade on his porch on, on a rocking chair while the slaves toil in the field. Yes, that did happen. Don't get me wrong. That, that did happen. Um, but again, that was still monetarily driven. Now, what mm-hmm. happened? You said dehumanization of, a cl- of an entire race of people, right? Mm-hmm. So what happens? So they, they're just, their purpose in life is to work and they don't have human value anymore. Exactly. And that's where the racism comes in. So now I'm better than you. Yeah, and the problem is, uh, I, I almost feel like human nature is to do that. You look around a room anywhere you are and think, "Well, I'm in better position than that person, that person, that person." Yeah, they might be better than me. We rank ourselves all the time. Well, it's interesting you say that. So, um, my maternal grandmother, she's one of I honestly don't even know how many kids, um, but they had some rough luck. They started in Wisconsin, and uh, uh, I think her her father or her mother, either one, passed away relatively early. Okay. Um, when um, her younger brother was born, um, he was either premature or just he just had some issues. Mm-hmm. And um, her mother or her father told her that, you know, if, if, this, if he wasn't a boy, we probably wouldn't have tried so hard. So she interprets it as if that was me. Right. Yeah, but why? Because they were farm workers. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. So that wasn't necessarily a class for women, um, but that's that's more gender discrimination, but, but still. It's the same thing, though. Yeah, exactly. And, and in this day and age, yeah, I mean, I've always said you can't judge, and I think I said in the last podcast, you can't judge people by today's standards for the standards of a different generation. Now, that said... It doesn't mean that the we have to like the thought process, right? You know, um, things have changed. There's no doubt about that. It, but um, and then again, I think we talked about the other week too. Is that's where I kind of struggle with it. Is well, then how do you? Because we have plenty of what, historical. Change? No, we have plenty of historical characters that, um, you know, if we do a little more research on, find that maybe they don't have such a have such a sunny sunny side that we remember from hearing a textbook and that kind of stuff. Right. So Riley, you need to be quiet. Sorry. There's a heck of a crash going on down there. Yeah, there is. Anyway, uh, no, you're, you're absolutely right. And uh, So I guess how do we judge them? <laughs> because no, you I know, know me. I judge everyone. Sometimes silently, sometimes not. Well, right. Um, and that's the thing is we've gotten to the point where we judge everybody. And you look at social media and you find the judging and the condemning. Uh, there's not a whole lot of understanding. None. I don't think we necessarily need to judge somebody. I think we need to find out who they are and understand what they were doing, which is kind of what we're trying to do here. We're well, logicing our way through it, which isn't the right way to do it. But Okay, well, not today. I guess, but what I would follow up that is, so we have, like, was it North Carolina or South Carolina that removed statues? No. Huh. Yeah. So if you're saying we can't use today's standards to to judge folks from a different time where do you go with that well and that's that's a controversial thing um obviously you know that that came up 
with our group out in Washington, to be honest with you. Um, the consensus of the group with that was, you know, if it's in a national battlefield and it's marking where people were, we can kind of understand that. When you say, all right, we're going to erect a statue to General Lee uh, or to Longstreet, which nobody did that because, quite frankly, he was the scapegoat of Gettysburg mm -hmm. or Jeb Stewart or... Um, Armistead? Ar well, Armistead gets a little bit of credit. He had his moment in Gettysburg before he got shot and ended up dying. Uh, no, I was thinking of Stonewall Jackson, who also died. Um, did he die at Gettysburg? No, he died right before Gettysburg, oh. and that's one of the contributing factors for why Lee lost at Gettysburg, as far as I'm concerned. Um, you know, you, you erect that statue and say, we want to remember this person. Well, that's the thing. And this is where I get really mad, personally. People say, well... You're offended by that? Why is so everybody so offended? No, I'm not offended. But I also am smart enough to recognize what the Confederacy stood for. Right. And whether you are generally and the uh, you know highest ranking general of the Confederacy or you know somebody that f just w fought. Um, I realize states' rights is a big deal, and, and, and you get the, the defenders of the Confederacy and the defenders of the, the rebel flag saying, oh, it's about states' rights. and my, my, my To keep slaves. That's my first response. Is, and what was the main right they wanted to keep? In fact, uh, people say, well, no, it's very clear that, they, that, that it was about states' rights. Yep, and it's also very clearly written in the de uh, Declaration of, of Secession, in the South Carolina Declaration of Secession, that it's about slavery. The, the word slave shows up at least 17 times. Yeah. So, um, why do we, so the, what this really comes up to is why do we study the Civil War? Because we need to understand it because we're still fighting it. We're still dealing with it. Now, I have said, you know, okay, we can keep the statues, but then maybe we should be putting a plaque at the base of everyone explaining the context of what this person was fighting for. Yeah. And uh, it, it's so here's where I kind of struggle with it. I, um, how do I want to say that? So these were all people, if we're just talking Civil War, people from the Civil War, okay? Right. So this is what they stood for. Well, they probably stood for lots of other things, oh, too. Oh, without a doubt. So if, I guess my general feeling is, I don't know. I don't know whether to take them down and leave them up or otherwise. Here's the problem. You still have the country together. And quite frankly, Reconstruction completely obliterated the problem. Completely obliter obliterated. Excuse me. Obliterated excuse or me. enhanced? Enhanced the issue. Uh, Reconstruction was completely obliterated. The work that was done was completely obliterated and made the problem even worse after it came out. Yeah, it's uh, not done. Right. Well, that's my, my point. And uh, next summer, I'm going to go to go to Ford's for exactly that and learn more about it. And uh, but that's the thing. the the um, The point I was going to make is, you still have the two sides of the country, the North and the South, living together, trying to coexist and whatnot, do do what yeah. we do. And nobody ever wants to believe that they're on the wrong side of history. Right. You know. And so, if I say to a Southerner, "You lost the Civil War. You what your family member was fighting for is wrong." You know, and try to devalue that. Get now, who's offended? The southerner. You know what I mean. Right. Um, but here's my thing. When you go to Germany, which we've never done, 
there was a, a, a war fought there back in the 30s and 40s. Um, now, and before. Now known as World War II. Right. Uh, in which uh, a, a group of people known as the Nazis were in power, and some pretty nasty things happened there. Things, I mean, obviously, like, we talk about slavery being nasty. The, we're the Holocaust, yeah, yeah, the Holocaust was on par, if not a little bit, even a little higher, but the same same type of magnitude. They're both the same type of magnitude. Um, you don't see any statues honoring the Nazi fighters that fought. That's a valid point. You know, so uh, understand where it's not like you've got people putting a statue up now saying, here you go, generally. Yeah. Uh, these are statues that were erected in the late 1800s, sometimes the early 1900s, um, when that was a, a different time, again. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was at that time, racism was widely accepted. Plessy versus Ferguson constitutionally said, you can basically. Uh, you know, race. It allowed for racism, essentially. It really did. Uh, but anyway, um, it's an interesting topic, and I'm sure we've got some feathers ruffled on the other end of this so, microphone. Oh, oh, yes. But so speaking of offended, there was recently um, in our old stomping grounds a controversy, a Facebook controversy. Do you recall? Oh, you're talking about the Easter deal? Yeah. So, yeah, uh, do I really want to make people mad up in, in D-Town? It's not, it's it's everywhere. No, I know. And obviously he's been showing a lot of support. Right. But I think what I wanted to get to is what you said a little bit ago is uh, the standard response is, oh, you're offended. No, I'm no, not. No, I'm not offended. I just think that that was not thought through. Like, that's... Here's my thing, and I'll, I will say this. Um... I think Sheriff Marks up in, in Winnesha County has done a wonderful job. I mm-hmm. really do. I think he really does a lot of good things. I think his heart's in the right place. And even in that, there's no doubt his heart was in the right place. The problem is there's something known as the First Amendment. People love to spout the First Amendment if they think they're being silenced. They like to forget the part where it says there will be no establishment of government by the state. Yeah. And I realize that Islam and Buddhism and all the other... Uh, religions that are now prevalent here uh, were not necessarily uh, an issue at that time. But you know what? Catholicism wasn't in this country when it started, for the most part. That's not true. The Jesuits were here, but that was French. They got eradicated, pushed them out. When the the country was founded, you're talking Episcopalian and Methodist, for the most part. Um, So, I mean, the the Catholics and the Lutherans, I mean, if you're talking about the original signing of the Declaration of independence, the Catholics and Lutherans aren't even a, th- a thought of this thing. Right. The fact of the matter is, um, whether it's that or whether it's, you know, people say, well, you need to put uh, God back in school. Uh, okay, go ahead and do that with your private school, but you can't do that in the public school. Right. You can't do it. The, 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 um, the First Amendment provides that whole separation of church and state. And uh, I, I'm... Really, really sick and tired, and I apologize if I'm upsetting anybody out there that's listening to this, but I'm really sick and tired of people that love the freedom of speech clause and then turn around and want to ignore the whole part about the separation of church and state. If you want the uh, the Constitution, then you got to take the whole thing as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, and it's not even that I... It's not even what we personally believe. Right. You know? Um, 
And again, not offended. I just think that was not the right thing to do. Right. Like on a on a public official Facebook page. Yeah. I mean, it just we had the same fight go down here a few years ago at New Hampton about a song that's sung during the coffee. Oh house. yeah. In this very room. A lot of Christian overtones to it. Christianity mm-hmm. stuff. Um it actually was uh, atheists that were involved in that one. Um, and again, I don't know that there's people that are offended by stuff, but I, I just, the First Amendment says there's a separation, or says that the, the state shall not establish a church. So you can't, I mean, it's it would be the same thing as me walking in to my classroom and saying, hey, here's what they talked about at church last night, I think you should believe this. Right. Or, coming in and talking about the lessons of the church that I go to in class. Eventually that's going to catch up to me, you know? And, And it's, here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. We live in an area where there are very few Muslims. There are very few Buddhists. There are very few Zen. Um, there's some really, we are rural white Iowa. Right. You got Catholic Lutheran, Lutherans, Methodists, few Methodists here and there. And what else? All Christian-based. Right. I mean, you're talking like 96, 97% Christian-based religion here. Right. So when something like this happens, people are in an outrage. Well, I believe this, and I believe that. But, you know, I, I spent a week in Washington, D.C., and guess what? There's a lot of Muslims there. Right. There's a lot of Buddhists there. Yeah. There's a lot of atheists there. Yeah. And, again, it's not that they're going to be offended, but they're going to say, now, wait a second. You've talked to me about the Constitution, about this. You use the Constitution to fight this. You've used the amendments to fight this. It's this is also in the Constitution, right? Why does this not get, you know, chosen to be followed? You can't yep. pick and choose that. So there, there's our political hot take for the day. Oh, I don't think we're done. Okay, we'll move on from that topic, but yeah. All right. Well, what do you want to move on to? Uh, uh, even more local for us, the, the very very hot debate about. Um, keeping an ambulance in our county. <laughs> yeah, that's a touchy one, and I gotta—I'm gonna tread very lightly. Um, I've—I've I've shared my my true, full-on opinion with some people um, about how this has gone down. There's a lot at play, um, and a lot more than people that meets the eye, and a lot that people don't know about. Yeah, and I don't really want to get into the details, but I do want to say this: it is extremely contentious. Mm-hmm. And I guess my lesson for all y'all is, have you ever solved a problem by putting it on Facebook? <laughs> Has anything ever come of that? <laughs> I don't know. Here, I'll just answer that for you. No. Fair enough. You start building allies on either side, and it just gets uglier. Right. So, a little PSA for y'all. Stop it. Just stop it. There's a lot of... Um... How can I say this the right way? The, I see Mo just liked the, the post about us putting out a podcast. Uh, Mo, we're Hi, Mo. We t- haven't talked at you through our podcast in a while. It's coming up here pretty soon, though, I'm sure. Well, we just did there. Here's what I'm going to say. Um, and this is whether it's it's the local issue here or a national issue. We don't have enough understanding of each other. We need to spend more time getting to understand and know each other uh, rather than blame and point fingers and, uh, and judge each other. Um I'll tell you what, I have gotten, my, my life has been enhanced a lot more by understanding some people that I didn't understand before. 
by getting to know them. Uh, my life has been enhanced a, a, a great deal. Uh, there's a lot of talk about the ambulance issue. Um, I'm not gonna, I, I'm not gonna take sides here. Uh, oh I, yeah, I didn't no. really want to weigh in totally. I just wanted to make that right. Safe. But there's two things I'm gonna say. Uh, number one, there's a lot of people making comments that really don't understand what the heck they're talking about. Did you bark your noggin? Do you need an ambulance? We've got one. <laughs> anyway, you'll be okay. Um, there's a lot of people weighing in on this that don't understand the full story, um, and they're making statements about what, what is happening or what they think needs to happen, uh, and they really don't know what they're talking about. And that, that to me, is a problem because it, it hurts the issue more than it helps the issue um, by taking a, a truly hot take without having the full, full understanding. Uh, the second thing is, and this is really more, the most important thing, um, this is coming down to a funding issue. When you call the police department, when you call the fire department, they are provided and required by law and, and allowed by law to be taxed for specifically. In the city of New Hampton, I believe the, the police department has a half a million dollar budget, um, which is good. They need it. You know, you, you have to pay for officers. You have to pay for the equipment. you got to train, train these people. Um, and they do good things for our community. Uh, I think the fire department has like a hundred and eighty or hundred ninety dollar thousand dollar budget. Uh, I'd have to double check the numbers in that, but I, I believe that's pretty much ballpark. Again, I don't have a problem with that. You know, um, you've got to have equipment. You have to have people, and quite frankly, in this day and age, um, it is okay to pay people that are, are volunteer that have a full time job and are volunteering time for the other stuff. It's okay to give them a little something for that. They're you know, time is money. Time has value. My time has value. Um, there you go. Uh, there is no budget for EMS. Why? It's not an essential service. You cannot tax for it by law right now in the state of Iowa. And that, my friends, is the travesty. Um, so what needs to happen? Simple. We need to see two things happen. Number one, the counties can put it on, on a ballot and have people vote on it. And I believe, I'm hoping it's going to get put on the ballot here uh, this fall. Um, and if it does, please vote yes so that we can ensure that we have EMS services. I love my fire guys. I love my law enforcement. But the fact of the matter is uh, EMS calls grossly outnumber fire calls. Uh, I want to say the fire department runs around 70 calls a year, maybe a few more. I want to say right around there. Uh, the ambulance runs seven to 800 a year, you know, and um, uh, it just it, it, it's a necessary service. Uh, law enforcement obviously has a very necessary purpose. Um, I just, I think we need to find a better way to, uh, pay to, or I shouldn't say pay. We need to support EMS service because that's the expectation. People think I call for an ambulance, they come and get us. Um, and it's not as simple as that. So that's my big thing. The other thing we can do statewide, nationwide is get legislation passed through at the state level saying EMS is an essential service and can be taxed for. So, I mean, here in Chickasaw County, we can hopefully make that happen in a vote, but it's got to be done every five years. Um, I want to see this pass at the state level, and it should have been passed two years ago, and it should have been passed this year, um, and I'm not going to sit here and blame uh, everybody under the sun, but the fact of the matter is our, uh, our legislature here in Iowa didn't find that to be a priority, and they didn't get it taken care of. Um, there's been other things that actually have been passed, I think, are much less of a priority. Now, granted, everybody has their opinions, um, and that's fine, but 
dang it, we need to find a way to make EMS an essential service. So I would agree. There you go. There's my pontification. Hey, I've taken a ride in the ambulance before. I'm, you have. I'm glad I had it. Right. Uh, but that was before I was with the service, but it's the same Not guys. Not long before. No, I, I want to say it was... It was about eight months before you joined. Yeah, that sounds... Yeah, that's right. Yep, it was right at the beginning of that school year that you went. So I remember it was right after Lando was born. So, anyway, um, there's that. Uh, all right. Let's take a quick break here, okay? Okay. We'll come back with some Monster Jam Minute, and then we'll come back also with Love It or Leave It. Hey, guys. This is Randy Kozad. I'm the driver of the Scooby-Doo Monster Jam truck, and this is Monster Jam Minute. Back we are with the Monster Jam Minute as our lead-off here. Um, <laughs> World Finals just concluded for Monster Jam, jeez, uh, last night? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, they had, what, seven World Championships crowned this year. Three um, of them were won by women. Ooh. Ooh. Yes. Ooh. Yeah, one Lisa drops the... So Cynthia Gautier, who we saw in Minneapolis, Minneapolis Landon and I got a chance to meet Cynthia. She's pretty outstanding. Um, and she's a darn, darn uh, good driver. She's from Quebec, uh, French Canada. And if you listen to her, Way you can North tell Canada. she is Canadian. She's got a French accent, but a uh, very good driver. And uh, really, she's a fun follow on, on Instagram, to be honest with you. Um, Lisa, you're going to be a part of this too, right? Not just Landon? Yeah. Okay, make sure that his mic's not like right up against his, otherwise you're going to blow everybody out of the water. It's not, we're fine. Okay. Um, so anyway, uh, and then Lindsay Reed was the other one? Yep. Yep. What does she drive, Landon? A uh, Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo. And Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo. She does dri drive Scooby-Doo. Um, and, uh, you know, she uh, she didn't get to compete in World Finals this year. Nope. Um, but she was bummer. down there. She was down there for Pit Party. Yep. Um, and I got to watch. Uh, Landon, do you know who didn't do very well this year at World Finals? Who? Grave Digger. Well. They did, I don't think Grave Digger won a single cha championship. Well, one of them, I didn't care who won, was Max D. Fired. Max yeah, Tom D Mentz, won. he won two wheel skills. I know. That's my boy. So he's, he's got 12 championships now? I'm not sure. It's 12. Yeah, huh. he must be twelve-time champion. But Jimmy Creighton won the the big-time racing, he won so the he's three-time champion. He this is the first time he's ever won racing, Landon. No, it's his third time. They said it was his first time winning racing. It is not. Okay, well, um, we'll uh, work on looking that up, I guess, and we'll report back. Um, anything else on the uh, World Finals, Landon? Uh. I don't know, but just the one that was the one that was first up for two wheel skills was Adam Anderson. There's not. There, and how did it turn out for him? Oh, his first try was okay. Besides, he almost did the nose stand on his second hit in first round. Well, Landon, let me tell you this: the most exciting thing that a Gravedigger truck had happened this this week weekend is they unveiled a Gravedigger fire truck. Not like a fire truck, but like fire Gravedigger truck. Yeah. So they've it's, got one of those. It's one of the fire nice ones. I have that one. And it's only going to perform once, I understand, at the... All-Star Challenge? Yeah, in, in Las Vegas in October. Uh, I don't know who's driving it. I bet you it's Kristen Anderson. I bet not. I bet you it'll probably be Adam. Ad 
bet on Brandon, Tyler, or Morgan. No, I th well, it might be, it yeah. could be Tyler, but I think it'll be Adam. Hey, Riley, I have I'm a question for you. Kristen. Riley, I have a question for you. Are you ready to talk into the microphone? Riley, I gotta ask you, who's your favorite monster truck driver? Um, Grave Digger. Which driver? Um, um, Charlie Pockin. Charlie Pockin? All right. Uh, we got to see Charlie Pawkin drive in Minneapolis. Well, you didn't. Land well, Riley, America. what did you tell me last night? Who did you want? You wanted to know what? When are we going back to what? Monster Jam. Um, very Riley because wants to why? go again? Who do you want to see? Um, Grave Digger. No, who is the other one you wanted to see? Um, Ryan Anderson drives... Son of a digger. Correct. Son of a. She wants to see Son of a Digger, huh? That's what she says. I see. Well, I've been looking at the schedule. You know, the last uh, for the last land in, please. For the last oh year and a half, there's been something close. Like Land and I have had something to look for. There is nothing close. Not even like the end of the year. Uh, Green Bay. There'll be more stuff coming out. I'm yeah. sure. But Green Bay and Sioux Falls right now are the closest. And then Rosemont, Minnesota. Rosemont isn't far. Uh, that's not that far, but why? Well, isn't that go? just south of the cities? Yeah, but Son of a Digger's not going to be there. No, that's probably a small show. It's going to be, it's an indoor, it's an arena show. I mean, we can look at it, but I mean. We don't really need to worry about this today. Now, I will say this. Um, I had said, I, I, I almost, 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 almost got tickets for the Moline show, and Lisa said, no, 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 you don't need tickets for the Moline show. Oh, Kansas City on June 15th, which isn't going to work because i got to shoot a fireworks show the night before. Um, well, let's see who's going to be there, though. Hey, Jason. Yeah, you don't let's, care. Let's, let's move on from that. Um, this really isn't relevant anymore. Yeah, son of a digger is not going to be there, and then we don't know who's going to drive the zombie truck, and Max D is going to be Colt Michaelberger. Um, but it is Adam Anderson when Gravedigger. Yes. So that's pretty cool. But anyway, what was I talking about before that? I don't know, because it's got wildly off track. Well, well, you know, that's... Oh, here we go, here we go. Tyler Meninga is going to be at Rosemount. And Miranda Kozad's going to be there. And Tony Oaks and Soldier Fortune Black Ops. And Bari Musauer. Maybe we should go to that one. That'd be a pretty good one. No, Megalodon, Armando Castro, Tanner Root. Oh, that's what I was going to tell. So Tanner Root was supposed to be in Moline, and I almost went, and you said, no, you don't need to go to that one. I said, okay, fine. Come to find out, Tanner Root did not drive Monster Mutt. Why? I don't know. Doesn't really matter. Um, but they had a replacement for him, and do you know who it was? It was the guy from Charles City. Rod Schmidt from Charles City, who used to drive a Gravedigger truck, filled in, and oh my gosh, of all times to not go to one, it's like, oh, we could have met the Charles City guy. But anyway, uh, so be it. That's the way it goes. Anything else for the Monster Jam Minute? I don't think so. All right. We'll move on to Love or to Leave It. We've got to be quick here because i got uh, to go record for the radio show here pretty soon, too. Uh, Love or to Leave It, Burger Places. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. We're going to open up with a, well, it's a D.C. place. You probably know where I'm going with this, don't you? Shake Shack. Shake Shack. Love what do you it. think? You love I Shake love Shack? I love it. It's it's expensive, but I love it. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. Um, I don't know if I love it. What? Is, why? Why? Uh, no, I do love it. It's it's not my first place to go anymore. Like the first time I was there, it's like, oh my gosh, I got to go back to this. And then I just I think I've eaten it there too many times. 
Um, it's pretty heavy. Where are the nearest Shake Shack? I mean, is it more on the East Coast? Where are they? Oh, I couldn't even tell you. Could not even tell you. Um, Shake Shack. That's the nice thing about Google. We can look it up. Um, this is really important, everyone, so please. Well, you us. know. Oh, there's one in Minneapolis and Milwaukee. Okay, so it's not like... Mall of America, okay. Edina, and Milwaukee. So they're out there. All right. So anyway, uh, it's good, though. Um, their cheese fries are pretty good. The burgers are really good. Um, good place. All right, let's move on to another one. McDonald's. I'm gonna I'm gonna say leave it. You're like, gonna leave it. I would say yes. Landon says that he loves it. Riley, what, do you love McDonald's? Yeah. She loves it as well. Right. Or I'm gonna about... leave it. Like it's something that if I'm just really, really, really crunched for time or really don't want to cook, but as soon as I eat it, I'm like, God, that was so gross. Uh, I will. So here's the thing. I will leave it not so much because I think it, I don't think I'll find it to be gross. Um, I will leave it just because it's so readily accessible, and it's one of those things that like I don't like to go to Washington D.C. and eat at McDonald's if I can help it. Oh, God. I do once usually uh, the first night we go to D.C. because I don't want to cross the big four lane highway um, to go to like Popeyes or something like that. Now, the only thing that would bring me there is Fountain Pop. Their fountain—I will say—their fountain diet coke is pretty good. Actually, their fountain coke is good, and I've—I feel like I've read somewhere that it's a slightly different recipe. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that that I've heard too. So, okay. um, there you How go. How about Subway? All right. We're, We're that's not a burger joints. place, Landon. You don't get hamburgers at Subway. Well, sandwiches are like hamburgers. Yeah, but we're talking about burger places. Red Robin. Yum. I figured I could get that out of you. You got it out of him, too. What do you think of Red Robin? I love Red Robin. I love mayo on a burger. Mm -hmm. I do love the Red Robin. It's one of my favorite burgers that's not... Well, no, it's, it's a good burger. I really enjoy that place. And I love the steak fries. I've always Some people go bananas fries. over the endless fries. No, steak fries are not for me. I love steak fries. That, that would, I guess, if we want to go back to McDonald's, you, you can't not. Their like french fries are outstanding. If you eat them warm, anyway. Right, yeah, don't eat them cold. Ugh. Ugh. But uh, I like the steak fries at Red Robin. Um, and I, I do like the burgers there as well. Uh, had it twice last time when we were in Cedar Rapids. Yeah, it, it was... I had a lunch, and I ended up having supper the next night, too. No, I had dinner both nights there, I guess. Anywho. Anyway. Uh, all right, a little more local. Uh, tea box. I uh, usually love it. Yeah, you know, I remember their original burgers, and I always thought, and, and they were good, but I didn't understand the flavor that they used. And I'm talking... So this, this is what's funny, and I think about this all the time. I go in there now, you see a whole bunch of college kids in there, and, you know, of course, me being not a college kid anymore, and but also a Luther grad, I, I, I can look at those kids and be like, mm, snooty college kids, mm, you know. But it's funny because every once in a while I'll have one come up and talk to me about decor and what's good. And I'm thinking, son, if only you knew what I know about that town. Um, but it's like <laughs> they don't even have any clue as to where that place started and what it was when it first started. Mm -hmm. I mean, you couldn't even get French fries. Right. You had to get chips and... You get a burger. Um, the burgers have always been, been there, but uh, yeah, it used to be chips. And for us, it was always cheese popcorn. And they hung on a rack above the bar. You remember that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it was hard to get in there. It was down by where the museum is now. Yep. Um, in fact, I don't even know what that building is anymore. Would you not worry about that game, please? I'm not worrying about it. Okay. I don't even know what's in there now. Um, 
but anyway, it's uh, that's where it used to be. Now it's, of course, down closer downtown. But no, I love it. Um, their hamburgers for a while there, I don't know what the deal was. They were getting really, really dried out, and I, I don't like a dry hamburger. Yeah, no one likes a hockey puck. No, your dad likes a hockey puck. Well, I that don't. that is true. That's true. Um, but no, they've gotten it back, and it's like it's tasting like the original burgers. The buns are a little bit different. They've it's not the same bun. They've different They've tweaked the buns. buns. But I do miss the baskets, though. Like, you used to get it in a basket. Oh. And I do miss the baskets. They yeah, brought with plates. Yeah, plates are just awful. No, I plates aren't believe, bad, but I just... I can't believe that was even a thought that crossed your mind. I just... I'm an old nostalgic guy. What can I say? My God. Well, anyway. No, but it's good. I love it. I love a T-Box burger. Um, uh, the holy cow there is outstanding. You like the peanut butter cheeseburger. Yep. I'm also a big quesadilla, uh, Southwest quesadilla fan. But we're not but talking about I that. I know. Sorry. Don't interrupt me. Okay, so you like the Southwest quesadilla? Yes. Okay. But we're not talking about burgers is what I was going to say. <laughs> Sorry, I made you mad. The Dunk Burger at the pub. Love it. I love it. I always modify mine, though, because it's supposed to come with Swiss cheese. I'm not a Swiss cheese person anyway, so I always get cheddar. But either way, it's good. What about the butter burger at Culver's? Uh, you won't even get a butter burger at Culver's, so I don't think you can talk about that, Landon. Well, I used to love them. It's the same thing. It's too accessible now. I've had too many butter burgers. Yeah, it used to be a big treat. Right and now, honestly, I still like going. There. I, I really, do, but who wants to go there every time? Well, I don't. But I really don't not even get you, up there that much. Not you. The person sitting next to you. Oh yeah. We can drive by anything. Culvers. No, son, we're not going there. We're gonna go somewhere else. You realize it's more about the ice cream than anything. Oh, I know that I exactly. And, and it's the chicken and fries. Got... I love your chicken and fries. Right, Landon likes. Chi that's what he gets: chicken and fries. Yep. Everywhere, so he can get chicken and fries anywhere. But anyway. What do you want um, to say, Riley? Riley asked she could talk. What, what do you want to say, say, Riley? Um, Riley, what's your favorite place to go to get a hamburger? Um, McDonald's. McDonald's. Uh, we we crossed that bridge already. Do you like Do you like Culvers? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. How about Applebee's, Lisa? Mm, I'm going to go leave it. Like, I, I don't not enjoy my meal there usually, but... I'm okay with Applebee's. I don't get a hamburger when I go there. I have, and we were just there a couple weeks ago after our Monster Jam experience. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was just okay. Yeah. I I would rather get something else there. I'm going to leave the burger. Um, I like their other stuff, but I'm, I'm going to leave the burger. Burger King. I haven't yeah. eaten there in a long time, but I, to be honest with you, I think one of the last times I was there, it was when we went, we toured the Midwest. So we started at a softball tournament in Marion, and we drove separately. I was coaching in these days. We drove separately, and we left the tournament with like a game to go and we went up to the city to oh. see kathy griffin in concert yeah in concert, where did we stop to get a burger king well we stopped on the way home to get we my the dog was at our my parents house oh and i was in the early stages of pregnancy so very very sick and we stopped and i want to say rochester probably and i remember i got to the farm and i puked but that's right but I've not had any fall experiences, and it wasn't that it, because it didn't taste good. It was just because Lannon didn't appreciate it, I right. guess. Uh, as far as the fast food burgers go, I'll love it. As far as an overall burger, I would have to leave it. Uh, but oh, what about Wendy's? I love it. I love Wendy's. I had Wendy's just the other day coming home. 
Uh, I had the triple, I'm not going to lie. Gross. Uh, it was good. Uh, one last one for you. This one's kind of an Iowa thing. Zombie Burger. I've Yay! never heard of Zombie Burger. You've never? Oh, my gosh. I love Zombie Burger. Call yourself burger. an Iowan. Um, I love Zombie Burger. Lynn it's good said he loves it as well. Yeah, it's good stuff. So there you go. Love it or leave it for this week. Um, we got just a couple minutes here before i got to bounce. Um, summer's coming up, Lisa. Yeah, we're going to be super busy. What are we doing? Well, Riley's going to be in T-ball. Yep. And I'm Lynn is in baseball games. Yep, Lynn is already in baseball. He's going to have some baseball games. Uh, firework shows. Yeah, i got four shows lined up. Um, June 8th is when it starts here in New Hampton. Let's see, the 14th is a Friday night in Reedland. Uh, June 14th. 4th of July, we're down in Dysert. That's a big show. And the 4th then, of July? Uh, oh, yeah, in Dysert, yeah. In Dysert. And then, of course, uh, Nordic Fest is always a good one to finish things out. What about the one in Oh, we usually go to Boomtown. In That's Vinton. in August, right? That's in August. We go to check that out when we're all done with our fireworks season. And it's, uh, it's a good show. If you ever get a chance to go to Boomtown in Vinton, it's well worth it. Yeah, so we have that. We have our little mini vacation to Springfield and which I'm bailing on you halfway through. Yeah, I got it. So I have to go to Illinois. So yeah, we're gonna head into Springfield, Illinois, by way of Paxton and Champaign. Uh, hopefully, do a little bit of media work with Tom Mentz and Monster Jam U. We're yep, pretty excited which is about that. Time champ now. Yep, yeah. exactly. Used to be 11. Yes, Landon. Anyway. Uh, and then you guys are going to Springfield. That was the original plan for all of us, yep. but then I, f I forgot that that is the weekend of um, pre-treat for me, so i got to fly to Washington, D.C. from there, uh, which will be okay, I guess. It is what it is. And then uh, come back home, and I was actually looking at flights today to figure out where I can get either picked up or we can drop a vehicle on the way down, one of the two. Uh, so we'll figure something out. Uh, I go to Colonial Williamsburg in... June. This will be the third or fourth year in a row where I've been on the road during our anniversary. Last year we were on our way home from DC. We were, yeah, last year we were at least together on our anniversary. The year before that, I was at a baseball game in Washington D.C. when I was out there for Fords. Mm -hmm. um, this year I'll be in in Virginia, farther south, um, scouting some stuff out. We're uh, talking about doing some stuff with Landon next year down that area too, so that could be pretty cool. But it's a uh, a really good uh, professional development opportunity. Um, uh, I don't know. What else are we doing? Well, Riley just wrapped up her gymnastics here last week. That's right. You really liked your gymnastics, didn't you, Riley? Yeah. Yeah. I really love baseball. Landon likes his baseball. Landon likes his baseball. Okay. Yep. No way. I don't believe it, Landon. I love it. Oh, Okay. Um, and there's other couple other little things going on in there. I think I'm heading to a baseball game with Pastor Kevin and Bob Fenske at some point. And uh, oh, what else are we doing? Um, you remember you're gonna that um, raised garden you're gonna make me? Oh yeah, I'm supposed to build a raised garden. We'll Actually, see what would be goes. more important would be making Landon's outdoor monster jam thing. Yeah, and planting some milkweed. <laughs> so in school, they've been studying uh, monarchs and butterflies and stuff, and one of their food sources is obviously milkweed, so he's pretty convinced we need to plant a bunch of milkweed in our backyard. Well, we'll see if we can make something happen. We might. Not sure we'll about try. that just yet. But, uh, yeah, wait, so, but next oh. Monday I get to go on a field trip with Landon to Twin Ponds. That's true. 
and, and more landscaping. Yep, and we're going to build a butterfly habitat. So maybe we can take some learnings and make a little butterfly habitat here. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, we're all going on. We're all going on field trips except for Riley. She's got one to the park. She graduates oh, from preschool this week. She does. Right, you have your preschool graduation this does week. Does she go to preschool after that still, or are they done? No, I think they go for a couple more times. Okay. Yeah, That's good to know on whether or not I should be bringing her to school with me. So, yeah. In fact, I know they do, because I remember Landon, on the last day of school, I got a phone call. Hey, can Landon come to school? Um, I completely forgot. Uh, I didn't realize there was school today. I'll have <laughs> your mom came down to watch him that day. And I ended up going to school. Huh. <laughs> I felt like an idiot. But anyway, these things happen. Um, other than that, I think there's a couple other things on the horizon that are, are potentials at this point. You know uh, what's something that is on the immediate horizon? What's that? The kids are going to pick up all these toys that they have brought up. That is true, because you yelled at us earlier today about not Yelled is kind of an understatement. Yeah. You, I pretty much lost it. We call it the atomic bomb. The, the atomic Lisa. I wouldn't but, call uh, it that because it's way more frequent. That's true. Use the nuclear option a lot. Yeah. Anyway. It's my weapon of choice. All right. Well, on that note, um, let's secret. obliterate the end of this. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, final thoughts? Um, I'm hoping it's going to like warm up this week. They're talking mateys, so. That works for me. I don't know if that includes rain or not, but they're talking well, Let 80s. me just tell you, though, I think I've mowed four or five times. Like, I started mowing three weeks ago, and I mm -hmm. think I've mowed five times right so like i enjoy mowing as much as everyone else and i legit do but like i can't keep this pace so that needs to stop yeah well it's a wet weather pattern for a while but when you will have some days home and you will have some days home in the summer that would be a perfect thing for you to do thanks it's like a tax on mother's day like you oh, just whatever Keep paying for it over and over and over. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, uh, but we should say that. What? What is today? Happy Mother's Day. Lots of good ones out there that we know and are affiliated with. So happy Mother's Day to y'all. Absolutely. The hardest job I've ever had. Hence the goes nuclear all the time. Right, exactly. So, all right. Well, until next time, uh, this is us uh, to you saying happy Mother's Day. Happy summer. Uh, stay warm. Enjoy. Get outside. Be safe, be smart, do good things. Don't do drugs. Don't do drugs, and uh, have a moderate week. Stop, drop, and roll. All Stop, right. <laughs> drop, and roll. All right, till next time. Talk to you later.